Yeah, so, Alright, so we were talking about monosodium glutamate revengeance. W- were we? Revengeance? Well, it's MST. Uh, mm. uh, oh, I it hate shares you. It, it shares it with Metal Gear Solid. Oh, God. I have a friend at work who's like super into Metal Gear Solid. I'm going to have to tell him that. Um, <laughs> anyways, um, uh, what, what was I saying again? Uh, MSG. So I, I thought this was funny because... uh. You know, everybody got into kind of a bit of a hissy fit over it uh, over over the years. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, anti-Chinese, uh, you know, bigotry and all that shit. Um, because, like, it's like, oh, you know, it's in Chinese food. It's bad for you, man. And it's like, yeah, but MSG is, like, in everything. <laughs> I, when I heard about that, I was eating a bag of Doritos. And I looked at the bag of Doritos. <laughs> and there was MSG. It's one of the first ingredients. <laughs> and it's like, Why they huh. taste good. That shit is... is just about in everything, John. Yeah, but like it was scary that I was watching a video talking about it, mm-hmm. and the guy's like, "Yeah, that's why Doritos. That's where Doritos get their uh, their flavor from. It gets it from the MSG." And I'm like, "The who? What now?" I look at the bag, and it's like, <laughs> "Oh." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyways, I couldn't find um, the big spaghetti name uh, because when I looked it up, it just says Ditalini is a tall and wide uh, 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 pasta. And I was just like, that's not what I was looking for, thanks. I was looking for spaghettoni. thought that was uh, a real thing. Spagatoni. Oh, yeah. By the way, for our listeners, when they finally get to this episode, it's gonna be May. Is that a thing? I was about to ask, is, is that a... Oh, what is that reference of? Uh, it's gonna be me, is the oh. actual line. The, the ramen-haired guy. See, my, my friend who's in this, into Metal Gear Solid uh, hit me today with the, do you know what today is? And I'm like, what is today? And then he sent me a video of uh, a Metal Gear Solid clip of, you know what today is, Jack? April 30th? (laughs) 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 It's just like, that was was the clip. And I'm just like, there's no significance for April 30th. (laughs) Every day is a special day for someone. It's somebody's birthday. Yeah. Ooh, that could be like a weird, like, like a, like a weird plot hole, like in a fiction story. Like the one day of the year that nobody actually has a birthday. <laughs> you see, mm. I'm I'm thinking about the uh, with like days and fandom memes. Like I, I'm always here for the October third crossover because it's it's in Mean Girls. The day he asked me what day it is, it's October third. But also, it's the day that Edward Elric burnt down his house. Edward uh, is that the guy from Full Metal Alchemist? Yes. So, I remember. Because I just, uh, I, this is the last tangent I'm going to have. I swear to God. Um, That's what they all say. <laughs> no, but um, the, uh, um, I used to have a, uh, uh, we had a substitute once when I was in elementary school. Now, mind you, when he said this, it was funny when we were kids. But as an adult, I'm just like, maybe if you're an adult, you shouldn't say it like this. But uh, uh, he told us that he was also 10 years old. And us being 10 year old kids went, the hell does he mean? This man is, this is an old motherfucker. <laughs> and he told us that his birthday was on February 29th. So he's only had officially four birthdays in his whole life. This 40 plus year old man told a room of 10 year olds that he's also a 10 year old. <laughs> Just let that sink in for a second. And I, I don't want to be the one to tell you why that's maybe a not great thing to say. It's a fun fact. It's funny when you say it like that. But to a 10-year-old, it's like, oh, that's so funny. Ha-ha. But as an adult, you go, maybe don't say that around my kids. 
<laughs> uh, I thought they I, I thought they actually didn't mark that you know the on the 29th like someone was born on the 29th. I th- I thought they just skipped to the next day. I think what it is is that they officially recognize that you were born on the 29th, but you like like anything that you celebrate or like anything that's officially done is on the next day. Uh, no, I thought that was like like actual official thing like on your birth no, certificate. No, that's what I'm saying. It wouldn't be marked on the 29th. Oh. It would just be marked either depending on what time if it was like early then it'll be on the 28th and if it was uh in in the late of the day then it'll be the 30th i mean not 30th the uh the first i thought that's how they did it i didn't think they actually marked someone's birthday for the 29th and you know in the birth certificates but I'm, i've never heard of that i'll take your word for it uh, no, i'm not saying I that that's something it. i heard I, that's I, that's something i thought i heard somewhere and and took it as fact hmm, well Oh, speaking of which, again, sorry, I said that was the last tangent. This is my last tangent. Um, Another lie. Have you ever had a conversation with someone, just like another grown ass adult, and you say, and you hear them ask, because like I'm, I'm a nerd, so like, like, like the rest of you fucking nerds here, I wow. guess. Um, but like, I talk a lot, like a lot, a lot, and sometimes I'll just like to spew out fun facts to people, unprompted. <laughs> I'm so sorry for everyone that's ever had to deal with that. And, you know, I had a, another grown-ass adult who's, who has children mm-hmm. in school. And he asked me, like, some really basic science questions. Or some basic questions. And I'm just like, my, my guy, why are you asking me? I understand that I'm the fun facts guy. But, like, why are you asking me how leap years work? Like, like he was asking me how, le- how leap years work from a... From a scientific perspective, not from like a record-keeping perspective. He's like, hey, oh, like, like 300... why we have a leap year? Yeah, he's like, why is it that we have uh, a leap year? You know, because mm-hmm. like, doesn't the Earth rotate around the sun like 365 days a year? Why do we add an extra day every like four years? Wouldn't that throw it off eventually? And I'm like, okay, you're on the right track, but like, <laughs> it is already thrown off because yeah. our numbers are kind of not perfect. That's why we add that extra day. Yeah, that's why we add the extra day. Because it's actually like 365.2498 something. And it's like, yeah, like we, we first of all, made up the whole system. Mm-hmm. But like, it's not perfect. That's the kind of the whole point. Mm-hmm. Uh, same guy also, uh, I'm fairly I'm fairly certain is a flat earther. Oh. Uh, I'm like fairly certain. He asked me one time, how do we know that space is real? <laughs> <laughs> He's like, it certainly looks like like an ocean up there. I'm just saying. And I'm just like, all right, man. Yeah. Wait, that wouldn't uh, make right. sense. Wait. No, you want it to get even weirder? Yes, please. Do you know that we have leap seconds? Uh, that sounds cool. Um, I've that, never heard of that. They're used to I... reconcile the, the time that we all know that, that we use based on the, you know, the Earth spinning and all that and atomic clocks because the Earth is very slowly slowing down its rotation. Because everything becomes tidally locked eventually. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <gasps> Does that mean that uh, we get to a point where the Earth no longer rotates and one of the sites will be very hot and the other side will be very cold? But that's actually not going to happen. It no longer rotates relative to the sun would be the case. But like... I think by that time I the don't... sun would have already blown up. Yeah. So Well, it's not going to blow up. It's going to expand and then contract. But it will not supernova. It's not big enough. I hear they make a pill for that. Then we'll have a little tiny star. <laughs> well, yes, but the Earth will not exist, and neither would Mars. Mm. Jury's Fuck out Mars. on Jupiter. 
That's why we have Jupiter. Fuck Jupiter. I'm actually not sure if uh, if Jupiter is close enough or not. That's why I said Jerry's out. I don't know if it's actually like we don't know how big the sun will get. But like, why 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 does Jupiter have to worry about it? I thought Jupiter was like a was a gas giant, so that means like it's alive, isn't it? Which one is the next? Which one is the next solid one? Is it gonna be Neptune? There's no more solid ones after that. They're all they're after still, that. The next solid thing is a planetoid. Uh, Pluto. I thought they were officially called Plutoids. Oh, that's adorable. Yeah, Plutoids are the name of the uh, of what we used to be called dwarf planet. Oh shit! There's a difference between these things. Oh my god, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna read that. Uh, did you just want to get started? Yeah, I'd rather play the game. Okay. You can you can look up the the solar system of Galarian. It's very very similar to the one in Earth, I think. Yeah, it's, it's eerily similar considering very Earth very also similar exists in the uh, universe yeah. of Galarian. Mm-hmm. Convergent evolution. Mm. <laughs> it's like a mirror universe. Um, well, it's in the same universe oh, for sure. Well, your face is in the same universe. Um, okay, uh, so yeah, sure. let's see, let's see, let's go ahead and get started. I'm gonna switch this song. Because it's very, very slow. And can I, can I make a request? Uh, sure. Smooth Criminal by Michael Jackson. Okay, you uh, go ahead, open YouTube, type in Smooth Criminal, and there you go. Okay. Well, that means wait, you're not gonna play it? Uh, no, I am not. For everyone to hear? No. Oh. Do you, so you want me to send you the backup then, and you're gonna use that to edit? I'm gonna play Mantis Lord. Okay. So let's go ahead and just jump right into it. Um, let's see. So. Uh, oh, it's a good thing I put battle music on since, uh, what might happen. I don't know, I might be calling it a little bit too early, but, uh, okay. So, let's see, last time we left off, we fought the devil, uh, def- devil. defeated it. It's the devil. It's, uh, we defeated it, didn't take too long, uh, and we retrieved back the Necronomicon. We then traveled through the city, back to the, uh, to the tower. I forgot the name, there's a specific name for this tower, but... I have forgotten it. Uh, we just call it Opie's Tower, because this is where y'all found Opie. Uh, y'all went through the tower, went up to the very tippy top where y'all first encountered Opie, and y'all started doing the ritual there. From what I remember, the ritual didn't go as as planned. It, it seems like y'all might have a little bit of a difficult time actually performing this ritual. Uh, I looked at y'all stats, and it's very possible with the... I mean, no offense, John. I think you're the only one that re- it's really going to be struggling to make that pass for the ritual. But, okay, well, like, is that really my fault? I mean, that is how you build your character. My brother and Desna, you built the character. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, thank you. That was a funny meme. Uh, don't patronize me. <laughs> John, I don't even know if you have a Patreon. Uh, uh, that's not what I meant. Please patronize me if that's the case. <laughs> Uh, it seems like your character is the only one that's going to have an issue with uh, actually passing the check, which isn't necessarily a bad thing, mostly because... But it is holding the group back. It, it, it kind Well... Kind of is. You can you can stop sugarcoating it. I'm not your child. You can just I'm not, I'm not trying to sugarcoat anything. I just... All you need is really two people to, to make check. Because you need to you need surpass 20... Uh, uh, 50% of the checks. There's only three checks that need to be done, so it doesn't matter if one is bad or, or not. It's uh, the only thing that matters really is for two of y'all to pass, and that's it. So you know, it's not that bad that you're not good at it. It's just that yes, if you're good at it, as odd was, this will make it a lot more easier to do. But uh, nonetheless, 
uh, we attempted the ritual twice. And the first time, y'all almost did do it. Y'all almost did it. The only thing was that I think either uh, Kathy and Assad needed at least one more point each. And they would have passed it. Uh, Jesse managed to pass it. Uh, barely, but passed it. Um, and then the second time the attempt was made, I don't think any of y'all were anywhere near the the passing uh, check. Uh, which I think it's this the last one. Well, yeah, 12, 17, 21, I think. Uh, that is yeah, not even anywhere near the passing. And so we failed. I don't know if, if I had... I didn't have y'all do any fortitude save, did I? Because there is a fortitude save that needs to be done upon failing the check. Fortitude or will. Let me just double check really quick. The check... Uh, yeah, okay, yeah, it is a will check. Uh, okay, so since we did fail it, we'll go, we'll go ahead and give me a will save for whoever performed or whoever was part of the ritual. Oh, hey, go, go, gadget, natural 20. Oh, that sounds nice. You just wasted a natural 20. Um, okay, that's good. That's good. And we're missing one from Assad. Big 26. Uh, and that's good. Ooh. Oh, nice. Let's go. It's only... If only I could get these rolls on the actual, uh, checks for the, uh, ritual. I don't know. I think that surviving is also kind of poggers. That'd be true, but if you would have got this scores for the rituals, there would need there would be no need for this roll for saving. Um, okay, so um, so since y'all did fail the the check, um, Kathy uh, took some of the backlash of performing the ritual. So no matter no matter if you pass or fail, the backlash always happens. It's just that the failure or the consequences uh don't happen until you actually fail it because there's a little there's a second uh little effect that occurs upon failure so uh kathy i think took 26 points of damage if i'm not mistaken oh 20 points of damage okay so yeah kathy takes 20 points of damage and uh upon trying to recover from this uh for from from this performance of the ritual uh, I had y'all make perception checks. Uh, 100 was the first one to notice this since he was not part of the ritual and rode high enough to notice this. Uh, I think Adiashri followed right behind as soon as he was able to recover. Uh, but y'all noticed that uh, there were two things, two objects flying towards your direction um, at an immense speed. After a few seconds, uh, y'all trying to get a clear uh, sight of what these things that are approaching are, uh, y'all clearly see that it is the Exenders heading towards the tower. Uh, and y'all know exactly why they're heading there. You all, you feel that they they have pinpointed the location of the book now. Um, but the, that's that's where the game is yours now. So y'all see in, in the distance, they're probably a few hundred feet away, but approaching... With immense speed into your direction, you see the extenders rushing over. Uh, can we just disappear? I think it's a little bit easier said than done, but... we teleport away? I mean, I could teleport us away. Do you want to lose an Economicon again? Oh, God. Oh, yeah, that's also true. We just went through all this trouble to get it. Don't we have a rod of safe passage? Let's just disappear with that. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, we do. 
the run of St. Patrick's Stitch isn't going to do anything for you. Well, what do you mean? They can literally sense an Economicon. You put a rod of safe passage, they're still gonna sense an Economicon. What if we just put the Necronomicon in the... What if we leave the, the Necronomicon outside, they pick it up? I think they're totally okay Then we with don't that. have the Necronomicon anymore. Okay, what about this? We, we talk to the book. Hey, can you be a homie? <laughs> I mean, at that point, we could have just left. <laughs> I, I think, like, we explain why we need to use it, and then we get into combat, because that's what's going to happen. That is most likely what's going to happen. Is that is that the option you're taking? To talk talk it out? Yeah, I think the last time we... This is a test. Okay. I see what's going on here. I see what's going on here. We, we failed the first test, where we found out that dealing with the devils, we could just talk to them. Now... Or the devil, sorry. Now that we have to deal with some angelic creatures, some good line creatures... We just have to, or lawful. I don't really give a shit. Um, lawful. They, yeah, lawful, good, whatever. Uh, we can uh, convince them to. Um, we, we failed the first test. Learn from our mistake. We're gonna do the correct thing this time and talk to them. We tried to convince them to help us so they get the book faster. Okay, here's the thing. <laughs> <laughs> the last time that we dealt with some with someone, we lied to them. I lied to them. Y'all, y'all are fine. I lied to them. Mm -hmm. And. Did. Things went south. Of course. So this time, I told the truth, mm -hmm. and things will be better. Mm -hmm. Things will go east. Yes. So basically what I'm going to do here is I'm going to tell lies of omission by shutting the fuck up and letting you guys talk to them. <laughs> I know what we don't do. We don't hand them the common version of the Necronomicon saying it's the Necronomicon. We don't have... Wait. Okay, hold on. Yeah, we do have a version in common. We, we, know, we went over this no, we last it time still. that it, it, won't, uh, it won't work. I mean, we'll be able to read it, but it won't work. Okay, well. Yeah, and it won't work to fool them either. <laughs> okay, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna sit here now. I, John Venegas, would like to participate in the podcast, but I feel like the smartest, most advantageous thing to do is to let Assad shut the fuck up. You see, I feel like there, there's just been a lot of stuff in here that's like, you, you know how like there's a bunch of like adventure games where like if you didn't do this back in the first act, you, you lost the game because you needed that mm -hmm. i feel like that's a lot of this campaign except that you don't lose you just end up in a combat and if you're good enough at the combat that works yeah i mean it is it is pathfinder so violence very much is the answer sometimes i, I just feel like we should have like oh man there there were more puzzles that we just went like oh i don't know about the puzzle and then we smash it yes and then i complain about the only option being smashing it <laughs> Look, I, I learned that Pathfinder is very much like my own like existence, my own life in a degree, in a way. Because uh, uh, when I was a kid, I could brute force my my way through school until I got to about high school, and then I realized that uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, uh, thinking quickly doesn't help much when uh, the things you have to learn take time to take take time to think about. <laughs> okay, let's see. All right, I might say something. But for right now, I'm going to try my best to just let Jesse and maybe Hundred handle this. So yeah, I guess we are not hiding. But we will try not to look like cultists performing a ritual, right? <laughs> I mean, we all must look like are. normal people performing a ritual. Hmm, that is true. Okay. Heroes, perhaps. That's what heroes do. Okay. So, if y'all are about to stand your ground here, the Archons make it to your location uh they do look a tad bit different they they look 
more uh, imposing, I guess. Uh, I think when I first encountered them, they were like uh, medium-sized creatures. Uh, these fellows are huge. They've taken up a huge form. And they make it up to the tip of the tower, for that's where they sense the Necronomicon. Oh, wait, they can't get in, can they? They cannot get in, because as soon as they arrive to your location, you see that they are flying, uh, or circling the building. Uh, you, you do hear them shout, and you hear a booming, demanding voice echoing throughout, uh, throughout this room. We sense the book! We sense that the book has been used, not once, not twice, but many times now. <laughs> we know that you've located the book. We ask you, exit the tower and hand the book over. That was the deal we've made. We spared your lives and your friend's life for the book in return. They spared it? They spared Anya's oh, life. Oh, we got in like a combat or something. Yeah. That's right. You see the other one speak up. There is yet harm to be done. If you exit and hand over the book, all will be forgiven. Uh, okay, so these sections here, are they ways to get out? Uh, those are windows. So, well, they're windows without the actual glass. Alright, this map is a mess, and that's not your fault. So, okay, um, so think of the, the tower itself is huge, uh, but it kind of cone shapes towards the top so as you keep going up and up and up the rooms start to get smaller smaller and smaller and you are currently at the tp top of the tower you are at the little uh little spike uh where right, it is the smallest room there, there is another exit that isn't at the bottom right uh yes there are if you scroll up um they you see the two double doors that lead to the that little courtyard. This exit is halfway up, technically 500 feet up the tower. Uh, and then the actual, uh, the entrance of the tower, I guess, as one would say, is actually the one at the very uh, bottom left side. That's the one that has all those weird staircases kind of like looping itself. So, because I don't remember if y'all remember the weird thing that's happening with this tower. Because when y'all approach this tower, the t it sits in the middle of, I, I would say like a courtyard in a sense. There's other buildings surrounding this tower. And this and this sits in the middle. Think of it like um, the uh, that one Pokemon gym. That's uh, in. Is it in. Sword, not Sword and Shield, the, the one before that one. Uh, uh, no, the one before before that one. The one that has. The uh, Fro Froki. Yeah, that's X and Y, right? Yeah. Yeah, they have the the poke, the poke the one that's. The, I guess supposed to be like the Eiffel Tower. Lumio City? Yeah. Think of it like this is where how this tower is sitting. You have the tower in the middle with other buildings surrounding it. Uh, and while you're on the outside, on the first floor, so the way, so if you go, if you scroll the map all the way to the left, when you're out here, you see the entire building in itself, from the from the very bottom touching the ground all the way to the tippy top. And the thing that's the, the reason that it's weird is because when you go up 500 feet, there's an exit that leads to a courtyard. You do not see anything below that. 
and the, it, and it sits in an empty like plot of land. But whenever so, you're up at the tippy top where you are currently at right now, and you look out the windows, you see both the courtyard with the uh, with the camp, the little campsite. But you also see the entrance to the building, and they're about the same distance away. So if I went out to the courtyard to try and negotiate, and I would not bring the book with me, mm -hmm. uh, they would have to fly over there instead. Uh, you would think that they will be able to get to both places no matter what. Okay, so it wouldn't be an issue. No. That they're equidistant from both. Yes. Alright, uh, is anyone else good at actually negotiating? Because I only have a plus three to, to diplomacy. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, you barked up the wrong bridge. Oh my god. I mean, there is only one other person here that can talk anyone to buy anything. Yeah, that, that, that would have been... Uh, I'm wondering if 100 had diplomacy. Okay, but, like, Mr. Sunday is nowhere near us. I meant Kathy, but okay, thank you for giving her no credit. I want Kathy to hold on to the book while we're out there. Uh, understandable. Um, which... So sorry to remove the, the GMPC's agency in this one. Uh, but like, David's okay with that, because then David would have to play it, and I don't want to play it. Alright, well, uh, if no one else wants to go... I mean, the downside here is that... I mean, someone needs to also stay with Kathy in theory. Okay, here's the thing, right? Charisma-wise, I only have one other ability that can help. The downside is that it's intimidating, and I don't think I can intimidate them. And you probably could. They have hit dice. And that's true, but, but... also, intimidate wears off. Okay, well... I'm just gonna have to hopefully make them understand what's going on, and that it... and hope that that works. Uh, is this... this is the second-to-last ritual we need to do, isn't it? Uh... Uh, so this is the last ritual you need to do to attune the Sarsalays. After this one, all three uh, Sarsalays will be active. Uh, there and... is one ritual you will have to do after this, and that will be the, uh, Beckon... The, the, the Black Star ritual, I think? Or Beckon the Stars. One of, I can't remember the, the name of it. It's one of those two. Uh, and that, that's the interplanetary That's teleport, the Yeah, right? that's the one to actually travel to Carcosa. So, uh, the only thing is, is that you could tell them that hey i want to perform these two rituals really quick and then you can have the book because the book will probably stay behind or we'll leave it behind and and you can travel forward uh do we have to do it at a star's delay though uh you have to do it uh yes it's you don't so we would have to do it at a different one because otherwise they wouldn't be able to get to it uh no 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 no. you can do it uh it doesn't matter which star delay you perform it at as long as you perform it in uh uh vicinity of a active star delay Mm. Yeah, the only requirement is that you you must have three active star delays that are connected to each other, which they are, and the ritual must be performed near one of those three star delays. Um, and then you will be teleported. Uh, or a, a gate will open up where you can uh, move through to be transported to Carcosa. Um, the thing is, uh, and y'all can change your mind in this, and we can just go, go on, Kathy does not want to leave until we take care of the polyps because if mm. they leave the city then galarian is doomed right and i don't think they're gonna wait for you to uh to take care of yeah, to do all of this yeah so uh, yeah you mean the the archons won't wait yeah uh and also i didn't mention it but that's mostly because it, it's the uh it's very impossible for it to happen but the socialists can become deactivated 
they say activated for 24 hours plus uh, spell caster level of whoever's casting the ritual. So uh, that's only like a little over two weeks. Uh, for yes, a little bit less for the first one. Yeah. So. All right. Well, we have our facts that we know and a few that we don't actually know. Well, y'all would know. I think most majority of them. Kathy's been reading a lot. All right. Do I have a? So I step out into the courtyard and I don't know. Uh, would they notice if I cast light on like? Well, I think light needs to be on a smaller object than that. I didn't write it down. But but I cast light on some stuff until they notice. Mm-hmm. Um. Okay. So uh, you see one of them land, and the other one is still flying above. In the little peak, because they still sense that the Necronomicon is up there. Um, Good. I, I was worried that they might be stupid. Because, <laughs> <laughs> um, like, I, mean, I obviously I didn't want to do it like this, because mm-hmm. they can detect the book anyway. Yeah. But, like, that, there was the suggestion of, like, all right, well, we just get them to go over here, and then y'all all make a break for it, and then I teleport to y'all. <laughs> Wait, but they can't enter the building anyway they cannot yeah, that, that's right? why the necronomicon is staying in there until we can work out a new accord because we we need one we could always like not confront them <sighs> just i mean that is an option actually. hold on hold on hold on hold on just i want you to i want you to tell me how you're going to avoid them okay i want you to explain no, 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 this to he me, has okay? a point we do the ritual inside the thing and then we teleport inside the thing and then they never get the book Okay, like, that's fair, but the thing I was imagining all, then, was just like, Justin, then, imagine if, if the FBI, the SWAT, whatever the fuck, the, the, all the super cops are outside your house okay. and they're like, hey, get, come on well, out here with you, your hands okay, up. Okay, l- let me tell you the difference. <laughs> the difference is that the FBI can get into the house. The difference here is that they can't. Oh, okay, sorry. The other difference is that you in, in-game can run as fast as Usain Bolt, and in real life, you can't. This is also the case. <laughs> I mean, if I was hundred, I would simply just leave. <laughs> I mean, I, I probably I probably could. I could just teleport away. In real but... life, I've had a shot of vodka before having this conversation, <laughs> and in the game, I haven't. Are you also on your medicine? What my medication? I take at eight. Oh, it is eight. Oh. I should take that at some point. Uh... Vodka and medicine. Oh god. Hopefully okay. not. I don't. Think that I can wait a bit. We we've talked about how they interact. <laughs> yeah, we have. I, I they feel on podcasts. Inter- if I remember, uh, you said they're not. It's not harmful, but it does. You don't receive much of the benefits of the medicine, uh, the medication. It, it was one was of me. them. Mm-hmm. Oh. Um, but I don't remember which one it's it messes with. Because uh, uh, we want to move on to the game. But uh, hey, kids, if you take Adderall, don't drink alcohol. That's not the medication that Viv is taking. I'm just, I just want to, I just want to point that one out. I just think in general, if you're taking a medication, just don't drink alcohol, (laughs) just in case, you know. Um, But okay, read the fine print. Yeah, read the fine print. But it's, but we infused it with warheads. It's delicious. (laughs) The medicine or the alcohol? The vodka. You know, if you infused, infused we have dissolved warheads in our vodka. Mm. I don't know if that's good or not. I like it. Oh, okay. I wouldn't know. I don't drink. I'm Um, so sorry. You're going to have to get checked for radiation at some point, right? um, I I have ADHD. I was diagnosed at age 8. Yeah, that's why we can't ever get shit done on this podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway. Oh, God. Okay. I'm allowed to say that. (laughs) 
So do they say something, or do they wait for me to say something? Uh, no, 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 they fly down. Uh, one of them flies down towards you. Uh, and um, as soon as he arrives, you see that um, he doesn't have a a happy expression. Or anything. It's kind of hard to actually tell, since they don't have a mouth. Um, but well, maybe Adiastri can tell. 24 since motive. Does he, does he look happy? I mean, you, you just... Is, is that a sword in his pocket, or is he... <laughs> Actually, the sword is drawn. Oh, shit. <laughs> uh, you see... I mean, you can clearly sense that he is not in a uh, gleeful mood. Uh, he but not like... hostile yet. No, he's not hostile, but he's very close to you uh, on the chart to being hostile. Um, oh, that makes it harder. So, uh, he, he does a superhero landing, um, lands right in front of you, and as he raises up, and again, he pretty, he looks pretty huge, uh, he looks down onto you and Adiashri, and he goes like, um... Oh, that door behind me still exists for me, right? Uh, yes. Okay. Uh, he doesn't have his weapon drawn or anything like that. Um... And we do not have our weapons drawn either. Why did you exit without the book? That is what we are here for. We are... <clears throat> we are willing to forgive you for using the book. In our agreement, there is nothing against us, or nothing against you using the book. We would, we thought you would be smart enough to not be tempted by it, but it seems like we were incorrect in that. Unfortunately, temptation has nothing to do with this. Our goal has been and continues to be seeking someone who used this book before us. Although, when we sought, started this uh, this venture, he had not. Our goal has always been to stop him, and we need we have need of the book to reach him. The book does not seem to be able to travel with people via teleportation. So, provided that we follow him from outside the tower, it should be left behind. If you would allow us to chase him. We know the power that this book has. And it does have its own will. Yes, so... it can choose to not leave with those that use those types of magic. But it can also choose to follow you. Why wouldn't it just follow you, knowing that it knows that we want to destroy it? Would we be capable of destroying it? Would it stay if we also vowed to destroy it? How would you destroy it? I would assume that you would tell us how to do it, and if we can... We would do so. We do not know how such a deed can be done. It, as usual with powerful magical artifacts, they seem hard to break. Telling you how to destroy a book like that is like telling an ant how to raise a tower like this. It's pointless, because the day will come they will just be stepped on. Can we hear them or are they out of your shot? No, we're. I mean, you get. Someone could have followed us to the door and just, like, no, no, put their I, ear up against it. No, it's Anyone fine. got a cup? Pissed <laughs> off for some reason. There's nothing in this world, nothing in your possession that is strong enough to destroy such a book. So now I, I ask you to keep the end of your deal. Go back inside and bring us the book, and we will get rid of it permanently. So that no other can benefit from what's in that book. And you would doom this world? This book already dooms the world by existing. But destroying it won't save us. 
it will remove the only way that we have of saving us. And how do you know that? Because one Count Hasserton Louse seeks that- do we know he seeks the Yellow King? We know that one, right? Yeah. Yeah. Seeks the favor of the Yellow King and wishes to turn the entire world like this city, or worse. He's already gone. He's not on this planet anymore. Oh, wait, dude, uh, not planet. I don't know that it's a different planet. Um, you know, I mean, uh, well, are you, it's either be a different world or a different plane. You, it's yeah, he's Carcosa not on this works, world anymore. Yeah, Carcosa works in weird ways. Because te I guess technically world. Carcosa is, is in this plane. It's just I, I guess he, all the way over there. Yeah, we know the world word Carcosa, and it does not have anomalous properties, right? Mm -hmm. He's already in Carcosa, as far as we know. Whatever Laos is up to, it's between him and whatever being he is trying to contact. You think a being of that strength, of that magnitude, would just simply have a conversation with a mortal man? If he's not dead, he is worse off than dead. If he stole the power of one of his subordinates, maybe he would. That is not our job, nor something we are in task to care for at the moment. Our, our job, our duty, is the retrieval of this book. Whatever happens, that is in someone else's hands. There are dozens of gods throughout Galarian. Hold on. You said the book can choose to travel, right? Yes. What if I made it so it couldn't? Okay, I'm confused, I know a spell that can bind teleportation magics. Would that work on it? Let me press my dimensional anchor spell and see if it... Because I think I can cast it on an object. You can. Completely blocks extra dimensional travel. Mm -hmm. But this isn't just your normal everyday object. I mean, unless it has spell resistance, that it it should work. It doesn't, ha it doesn't get a save, even if it's a sentient object. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Well, what does he say to the concept of dimensional anchor? Okay, I know what he would say, but I don't know if it's, um, I don't know if this is a plan Jesse will come up with at the moment. Well, I mean, I, wait, I, 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 I mean, I just used Dimensional Anchor on a devil. No, I, I understand that part, but it's the part that they want the book now. If you perform all these rituals, that means you're leaving now and you're giving right. them the book. That uh, means... Everything that Kathy wanted to take care of is no longer an option. The husk of Zamandor is still in the city. The polyps are uh, leaving their their sealed prison. And Yah will be in Carcosa, leaving Galarian right. to... Uh, Another way that the world is destroyed. So we need to also get them to secure some way to destroy this city like bring it up with someone preferably without the red tape of an archon <laughs> because that's why that's why kathy said before we travel she wants to go and reseal the polyps because when she said that she because when they said that when they first fought them they were too too strong to eliminate they they were able to take out a few here and there but their numbers were just too much and they are just strong beings themselves. The best thing they could do was seal them away. And they managed to seal dozens of them uh, in uh, under the city. But with all these, with the performing of these rituals, uh, the constant performing of them has weakened the seals. And now you've you've oh, you've broke the seal, and y'all felt that. Um, and so there's only a matter of time 
before they reach the surface. Uh, you don't know how many are, are, are free at the moment. It could be one or two. It can be quite a dozen, you know? It, it's a, it, it's, you haven't, the good thing is you haven't encountered any. So you at least right. know they haven't, they haven't made it out yet. So they still might be time to seal them away again. And then you have the whole thing about Zamandor. Zamandor, while it is the husk of Zamandor, it's still, it's still him. You know, he is not fully awake, but the longer he stays in Galarian and the long, and the more time you give him, give him to spread his, his name, his, his identity, all that stuff is one more day or one more hour he gets to come back. And then it doesn't matter if you seal the polyps, he will just rain down hundred more polyps from the skies. Yeah. So I, I do think I would bring up the dimensional anchor, but you bring up a good point that because that was the first thing from my mind was finishing up the other stuff. It's like, well, we got to finish the main quest and hopefully some adventurer, other adventurer will get told. But we'll like we'll get an Oracle of Desna that gets told, go to this city and fuck it up. <laughs> um, I mean, you can choose to not to to not do that and just travel. Uh, I think I'm pretty sure one y'all be missing out. Y'all be missing out on most of the part three of this book uh, because that's mostly all of part three is is everything after the activation of the star stories because I mean I technically could leave now if y'all really wanted to if y'all and if y'all can convince them to uh, y'all could leave now but that leaves a th uh, one third of the book incomplete and. Uh, I don't, and that that's one third of of experience also y'all leave behind which typically y'all feel leveling up every every third of a book so that basically be one whole level so y'all be going a little bit more than one and a bit more level behind into I mean, book six i mean the thing is i don't want to consider the meta things of do we get enough experience to even survive the next section or could we take them? Um, well, so what I was trying to say mm -hmm. earlier is um, we could leave the book in the building, right? And they're technically going to guard the building, right? Mm -hmm. They would be so mad, though. They would kill us first, then... Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they, wait, but they wouldn't know that we left the building, right? Because unless they sense that off of us... I mean, yeah, those... You see what they, I mean? And then we could go around and deal with all the city stuff in the meantime. Man, I wish we had thought to get the uh, the Necro version. <laughs> or, or tell the guy uh, that, hey, by the way, some Archons are looking for that. Well, we we um, we, we forgot about that, so. Yeah. The, the thing, the, the reason that makes so it very that, difficult. That uh, you, you could go with that option that, that Justin said. Uh, and, um, and and leave the book here teleport somewhere else and try to find a way to take care of the rest of the book uh the reason that's a little bit difficult to do is because if you do complete everything y'all seal the polyps and destroy the uh the husk um y'all then have to return here and perform the ritual the thing is that it is the ritual that first weakened the seal so if you perform the ritual, you you risk that you won't risk breaking the seal, but you would risk weakening the seal again. 
which could break it because this is the second time it's going through this whole process again. Or at least weaken it enough that the polyps might one day be able to break it. Um, so you can't, it's not, it won't be a guaranteed fix. Also, you must then perform the, the ritual to teleport, which uh, I don't think you can perform inside the building. You will have to step out of the building. Mm. And so then they will just go out on the attack. It will be a guaranteed combat because you just wasted X amount of days uh, uh, with them, having them wait here. I mean, but those are also X amount of days where Laos would come back for the book. Uh, oh, Laos isn't coming back. Yeah, he's he done with what he wants. He... He's done with the book. The, that, motherfucker, the book? that motherfucker tossed the book away the same way he tossed us away. <laughs> <laughs> he has a bad habit of doing that. Doesn't he? I don't think he has a. I don't think it's a bad habit for him because I don't think, I don't think he cares. Habit. Yeah, no, no. A bad habit is when the person feels guilty about the things they're doing. I don't believe that man has the guilt. Not necessarily. He doesn't necessarily have to feel guilty about well, it. Well, no. I would say a, a habit is something that uh, it's it's something that you just do instinctively. I, I think it, so. It is. I, I think it is a bad habit because he throws away all, anything he sees useless, not realizing the consequences of that. Because if he hadn't thrown y'all away, y'all would not be here. And Mun, we surprised. wouldn't have survived the uh, well, the archive without Mun. Yeah. I, I mean, for, for us, for us, I would argue that he didn't expect he wouldn't have expected us to come yeah, back. Yeah, he th- he threw away the did. book because he didn't need it anymore. Not expecting y'all to find the book or anyone else finding the book, you know. Guys, how in the fuck? Have I mean, a that's more all. Competent, mm. uh, d- more competent detectives not figured him out. <laughs> Like the guy is the, the this motherfucker is like the Joker. He leaves behind little cards. <laughs> well, because I would say the reason why is because he either disposes of anybody that can snitch him out, or he just dumps the blame on somebody else. Okay, you said he dumps he he kills people and like uh, who, who can snitch him out. The man has a very unique sense of style. Mm-hmm. Like he's immediately identifiable. <laughs> I mean, that's true. Well, I mean, it's just really unfortunate that people around. around him keep dying. Such an unlucky man. <laughs> can't, have any, can't have any witnesses if they're all dead. <laughs> so well, I, he's I leaving them to die. That. Just like right now, expect. as we speak, he's he somebody has seen him do something. And they're like, I'm not going to say anything. I'm not going to say anything. He's like, oh, 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 no, you're not. <laughs> Kill him. <laughs> well, I think he just leaves people to die. But for the book, that's just a bad error on his part, I would. He is like the Joker, because Joker always kills his right-hand man. And then there's always someone uh, someone uh, right behind him going, like, oh, it's time for me to take the position. It's like, you do know you're going to end up like that dude again, right? <laughs> no, no, but I'm different. <laughs> he likes me. <laughs> oh, good. Okay. So, um. Uh, what a joke. Um, okay. So, let's see. Uh, if you do bring up the the mm. the um, the point about you know performing the ritual and uh, it just casting dimensional anchor on it, hoping that it it works on it, uh, he he would just I'm just gonna outright say he he still doesn't care. He goes the there the risk the risk of us not taking the book now uh, it's 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 too much. We have to take the book now. Okay, have, have, Jesus Christ. Have you seen Ghostbusters? The Cross Dreams? No, before that. He's not going to answer that before because the cross you're not dreams? here. 
Okay, no, I'm not asking in character. This what? is me asking y'all. Have you seen the famous illusionary uh, movie <laughs> Ghostbusters? <laughs> set Asad in the runs... mythical land of New York? <laughs> Assad runs in. Okay, in a few years, there's going to be a movie. Uh, I-, I don't have time to explain what that is. Uh, called Ghostbusters. Uh, anyways, uh, in that movie... Um, he shoots a bow of fire at Assad. Okay, you may continue <laughs> no, now. No, no, hold on, hold on. <laughs> I'm not doing this in the, in the. I'm not doing this as Assad because there's no the fuck. There's no fucking way he would know any of this shit. Um, I'm not doing this. I'm gonna repeat what I just said so you don't get the chair squeaks. I'm, <laughs> but in song. But in song. Uh, <laughs> I'm not gonna do it in song. Um, so anyways, uh, I'm gonna. I'm just gonna say this without the character voice because there's no way in hell that Assad would know all this stuff. Um, so in Ghostbusters, mm-hmm. the there's a guy who's working for the government. And he runs down to the nuclear-powered grid that holds all of the ghosts inside. And he tells the Ghostbusters to turn it off. Because they have an unregistered nuclear device in in a random firehouse in New York. And they're like, sir, if you turn that thing off, you're going to release, like, hell itself. Mm-hmm. And he's just like, I don't care. You're gonna have to turn it off. And then the Ghostbusters are like, alright, fine. But we are not going to be held accountable for what is about to happen. And all the ghosts come out. Hmm. Basically, that's the same situation here. Where we have to keep reminding these fucking angel things that like, hey, we shouldn't give you the Necronomicon. We understand that you're... The, we, we understand where you're coming from. But, counterpoint, uh, it's worse if we give it to you. You know they can use that same logic against you, right? Okay, well, when they have to deal with the... When they have to deal with Gozor... Uh, go, yeah, with Gozer, then... You know what? Fuck them. Fuck them. They have to deal with the Amendor, so, like, that, pff, fuck them! <laughs> I mean, technically, they won't have to, because they don't live in this plane. They'll have to deal with them eventually, probably. I mean, true, but by that time, I mean, they'll be cozying it up in heaven. Yeah. Hey, look, when we fuck this up, next campaign's just gonna be Starfinder. <laughs> I mean, uh, it's we gonna could be, uh, just doom is, heaven. This... Huh? We could just say Zamendor to them and doom heaven. Oh, okay, like, I, I like that idea too, uh, but like, I don't know. How does that end for Dragon Ball? <laughs> <laughs> Technically, heaven here is not like in Dragon Ball. It is in a different plane. Well, in Dragon Ball, oh, that is true. It isn't in a different plane in Dragon Ball. No, in Dragon Ball, it's in space, but it's all the way over there. It's outside of space. No, that's supposed I, I to be in space. I think would be very excited to, to spread his influence to another plane, similar to like the Dreamlands, which is another plane. That is true. But you can argue the Dreamlands are, uh, like, you can't have uh, the Necronomicon or the Occult or just this this genre in this uh, uh, of, of gods and stuff without the Dreamlands. So it seems like they, they kind of like coexist with each other uh, in, in, in a way. Um, I will say that, um, I mean, every plane of ex- that exists in this world... Will will succumb to to the uh, to the I forgot how, what term they use in, in Pathfinder the old ones or the great ones whatever um, because it, it is and like their their universe their plane of existence is what surrounds the whole bubble I guess that's my understanding I think that's like last time I checked. Uh, yeah, they're in the. They live in the dark tapestry, is what it is. The well, dark the dark tapestry is, is their lore, I think. Uh, but because I think that because when I was reading up on Zonkuthon, whenever uh, 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 
uh, Phil was working on Mr. Sunday. Uh, that's where I learned about uh, Phrasma and everything she, she did. How she pushed all those outer gods to <clears throat> the outer plane. And then in that empty space uh, between it, or in the middle of it, she created the rest of the planes of existence. So I, I guess it will come to that point. But that's mostly for like uh, the old the old ones that can do that. Uh, uh, the Yellow King isn't at that level. That is the level he wants to get to. But by the time he gets to that level, he doesn't matter if if uh, Zamador is alive or not. Uh, all of reality will be gone by then. So I don't really think he can send Zamador to them. Speaking of which, uh, can we just like call the Christian God? <laughs> The Judeo, not Judeo Christian. That's uh, uh, Abrahamic. There we go. Uh, does not exist in this uh, in this plane. I feel like they should. Not in this plane. Why? What makes them special? Um, <laughs> I mean, they're kind of all over the place, aren't they? All of them. Like, if you were on Earth, you should still be able to contact the Egyptian gods. Uh, well, no, because they ran away from Earth. Oh shit! Is that is that the Pathfinder things? lore? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> It's why I always the same wondered game. why they were. <laughs> yeah, I like... Actually, no, they're from... Oh, yeah, they are from Earth. Yeah, they are. So I like how, no matter what Wait, world... does that mean that Asmodeus is the same one from the fucking... Maybe. What, what is it? The Ars Goetta or whatever? It, it is possible. I actually don't know. Um, I was going to say, I like how in every form of writing, the, um, the Egyptian gods are... Kind of like written as cowards in a sense, uh, because <laughs> my understanding. Because when okay, so when I was doing research for uh, Pantheon, mm-hmm. um, uh, just so I can gain some knowledge on other gods that weren't just uh, Egyptian or Greek, um, because that's the only kind of knowledge I have. Because that's pretty much kind of the only mythology that you know it's really taught in. American schools. Um, so you either know about Egyptian stuff or Greek stuff. I guess you could add Roman stuff in there, but that's one and the same. Um, uh, when I was reading up information on the Greek gods, uh, I started reading up on the battle they had with, can you Typhon. correct me, yeah, from Rock Typhon? The, mm-hmm. uh, I forgot what he is. Um, uh, the uh, Basically the biggest monster. Yeah, Titan? Right? He's... No, no, he's not a titan. He's not a titan. He's, he's a monster. There's okay. interesting difference. Okay. So, Is he a giant? Uh, he's a monster. Well, probably. like a different thing. Okay. Uh, so, uh, during the battle, uh, I think it describes how Typhon uh, nearly killed all the gods. Uh, and uh, the only one left standing was Zeus. And so that's when they had their epic fight. Uh, but because the other gods got their... Basically, their asses kicked... Um, they're, they were too scared to confront Typhon again, so they decided to run away and head to a different land. Uh, but to make sure they would never, they couldn't be found, they each each of these gods decided to disguise themselves by wearing the head of an animal, and they traveled to a place who that became to that became to be known as Egypt. Wow, so that is so wrong from Egypt lore. <laughs> <laughs> the, the animal head represents their dual nature because they can be represented as a human or that animal. Mm. Well, that that's wrong. 
Which is funny because I know the Greek gods could also, like, they, they had symbols. I don't think that they necessarily all could, like, turn into their thing. But, like, I just find that funny. Mm -hmm. Also, uh, I'm pretty sure that that story came from uh, the Greeks. For sure. Because, uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, no, for sure. It's like how in, um, in uh, uh, basically, if you do any amount of research on any demon, they are, like, gods in other religions. Yeah. So I always thought that's funny, and so that now that we start, when I started going deeper into the lore of uh, Galarian, then they mentioned about the Egyptian. Like I think it came up that it, the gods that represent the Egyptian gods in this game were actually the Egyptian gods who ran away from Earth. Uh, in Sentinels of the Multiverse, the Egyptians were from an another dimension that more or less got destroyed and turned to a wasteland. So they ended up going to Earth. And they, they were still really strong, so they got worshipped as gods. Ah, ooh, that's how I made uh, the gods from um, the Aztec gods. That they were god, they were beings from other, uh, from a different world. That whenever they came to this world, they're just stronger than than the people from this from this world. Um, right. I like anyway, that uh, since I know that this is really going nowhere, I don't think there's anything I can say to convince him. Um, you know, I, I've never once asked you to roll diplomacy or anything like that. Go ahead and roll diplomacy for me. Alright. I only have a plus three. Pass, 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 pass! And I don't know if that includes my negative level. Um, since you've done nothing but tell the truth, you have a solid plan. Give yourself a plus four. Alright, I'm also going to use my lucky clover because it works on skill checks. Okay, go for it. So we have a plus six miscellaneous bonus. That is a twenty. Uh, that is a good question. I, I honestly do not it... think so, but let me actually check. Um, I feel like the check is 25. Uh, I, it gets to 25, but I think they have to be hostile. I'm not sure. Okay, so for, okay, so they wouldn't be hostile, which would be a 25. They would be unfriendly, which is 20. Plus their constitution. So... Or plus their charisma. Oh, plus their char- Oh, no! So technically, it is a 25. Uh, let's see. If only someone else was with you that could that could have come down and aided you in this, but everyone decided to say up. I mean, Adi Ostri is there, uh, back backing me up. But like, well, the most the most he will be able to do is give you a plus two to that. Yeah. So mm. we would have needed everyone to come down, and at that point, the Necronomicon is being left unattended. Well, no, you could have used the other two, and both of them would have given you a plus two if they would have uh, succeeded. So that would have actually given you a twenty six. Hmm. Poor planning, huh? Um, uh, redo. Uh, sadly... What, did, do you have a David point or something? <laughs> redo. Sadly, this is like Dark Souls. You cannot, uh, you cannot undo killing of an NPC. Oh no, I accidentally reset the computer. Uh, oh, well, uh... All the computers. Sucks, sucks for you. Sucks well, for I guess there's I no episode you. this week, because I have to go to bed then. Fuck. I'll just re-record all your lines. I, I, I... You I, resetted yours. Is the backup saved? No, it's not uh, because you reset it. Everything. Yep. No, yeah. smooth criminal. <laughs> John, what have you done? All right. Well then. It's called a callback. Oh, I guess he says something before I say I understand. Uh, so the art, yeah. So the art, uh, you, uh, you let out all this information, uh, lay it all on his feet, and he is, uh, he is contemplating the choices he has in front of him, and he says that um, they would have been a chance. That an offer like that would have been accepted. Maybe. It's a very difficult choice to make to let you continue forward with the book. But if 
circumstances were different, I, you, we may have come to somewhat of an agreement. But see, I find it difficult to accept any kind of agreement with y'all. Again. Ever again. For it's already you've managed to not keep your end of the bargain. Why do you think that I should trust you once again with a new deal when you haven't when you haven't kept yours? You were supposed to find the book. Help us find the book where the exact words and return it to us so that it may be disposed of. You found the book, something we were not able to do. And not only did you not return it back to us, you used it more than once. And now you stand here wanting to use it again while trying to make another deal. I understand. But also, we did find it. Some ants we are. And I'm going to walk back into the building. We'll be back. Which presumably is not a lie. <laughs> because I get back to them. Unfortunately, they are not willing to accept any further use of the book. Which, if we want to save our world, we have to. So I guess we have to fight. I never said we'd be back peacefully. Are you threatening them? No, I didn't say anything to them threatening at all. They've threatened us. Multiple times, actually. We're only responding in kind. I mean, yeah, I suppose that they will be provoked in this case, but only because they're threatening our world, more or less, going, Haha, not our problem. Well, coming from your background as Jesse and Aliastra, knowing so much about, uh, you know, devils and all of that, I will think that you also have somewhat, well, not a comprehensive, uh, as comprehensive as your knowledge of devils, you have somewhat of a knowledge of how those angelic beings uh, work. Um, and so, I would say, this will be player knowledge, this uh, character knowledge as well. Um, because I think you have, tried, you have done all the checks on them before. Um, so, Exenders are... Uh, they come from the, uh, the level of heaven where the most... Dangerous might not be the the right word to use, but where the more where the most harmful slash powerful knowledge is kept, um, and the job of the extenders are to protect that knowledge from uh, escaping their their library, and if it does escape it somehow that they oversee it and, and make sure they they uh maintain its uh, its its location to a general area like the Necronomicon, which was taken from their libraries but it was kept sealed in one specific location so that's how they had this like this balance i guess plus it had an extender protecting the book or at least uh, an extender will be summoned into the room to protect the book. Right, so and we saw like the... how Laos dealt with that. <laughs> well, it wasn't even Laos. I mean, I, t okay, technically it was Laos's fault. But it, it wasn't 100% his fault, I guess. Um, but, yeah, so that was the kind of balance they had. Where, you know, okay, fine. Y'all can keep the book, but keep it under the heaviest of locks. And they did. It wasn't necessarily the perfect uh, security, but... It did a damn good job until not. Uh, 
And so now that they understand that there's nothing in this world, in this plane, that can keep this book safe, they have to go and retrieve it. And that is the job of the Exenders. And that's the only job they care about. They can care less on how they do it, whatever methods they use to do it. But once they are sent out to retrieve and or destroy an item, that is the only thing that is it's it's seared into their minds. It's very yeah. difficult, almost impossible to talk them down from it. Which is not yeah, and I would say y'all weren't trying to do that. Y'all were just trying to get you y'all were willing to give the book, you just wanted time with it. And that's why they said that they probably could have worked around with that. But because you already went back on your first deal, there's no way they would counterpoint trust you on keeping this deal. Count counterpoint. Mm -hmm. They said we didn't violate the deal. Our original deal had no clause against using the book. Yeah, which is why they were okay with which is why they said they will forgive you for using the book. Because there is no nothing in the nothing in their deal to prevent you from using it. Right, and you're saying they won't make a deal because we broke that deal, but we didn't. No, the deal that was broken was handing the book over to them when the next time they meet, which is now. Oh my god. They really should have... We really should have made them deal with the devil. They would have been the fucking ever... <laughs> they would have just killed the devil. They're giving oh, yeah. you... They would have... They're, they're giving you a chance to keep your end of the deal. Return the book to them. The plan was I to was find the book and then return the book anyway. If this sends me to chaotic, it, it sends me to chaotic, but it's for the greater good. Desna will forgive us. Sehernway will, will forgive Assad. I'm sure Hundred's deity doesn't give a shit. <laughs> Okay. See, that's why I, that's why I named my uh, my little doodad on here. He's doing his best. Sarah <laughs> Ray knows what's up. Okay. Sarah Ray's the god of forgiveness, right? Yeah, but I mean, like sometimes. I mean, there's only so doesn't... much you can forgive. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like you killed an angel. Oh, archons. it's an angel. You know, they're, they're archons, right? Not angels. They're they're a type of angel. No, they fall under that family. That's like calling that. That's like calling freaking Adiastri an angel. He's not one of those pompous pencil pushers, co it, covered uh, in heavenly red tape. Does Does Adiastri live in heaven? No, he lives in Elysium. No, He's in Azada. This uh, This being actually lives in heaven. Yeah. Well. Okay. So the thing is, angels don't have to be lawful good. Angels mm. can be any good. Archons mm. are lawful good. Azadas mm. are are chaotic good and there's one more that mm -hmm. i don't remember the name hold on i actually sent this to someone a little bit ago mm -hmm. no aeons no, are are lawful neutral aren't they agathian are neutral good i have no clue what that is but um as you walk up to explain what happened on the uh, on the outside um that archon you were speaking with uh flies back up to the top of the tower to join its companion. Um, you hear them talk amongst each other, and then they both turn to look at the building. And you see that they're, like, flying around, with, and they're dragging their hands over the wall um, to see if there's any kind of sign of an opening. Well, they which, might just break the windows. <laughs> yeah, which you can clearly see they cannot find. Um, so my plan for, for us to fight them is to cast... So many buffs before we go out there. We're talking haste. We're talking clay skin. Potentially displacement. I only have so many third level spells, so that might not all work out. Um, they do fire stuff, right? Protection from energy mm -hmm. communal. Mm -hmm. 
uh, and resist energy communal. Uh, like, we're gonna go all out here. Okay. And we're gonna leave the book inside when we do this. Uh, are you sure you want to do that? You don't want to take it with you just in case, you know? You gotta make a run for it, you know? Maybe I'll cast Dimensional Anchor on it first. Um, okay. So you see that uh, they're kind of like, again, hovering around this building, uh, um, feeling the wall to see if there's any kind of way in. You see that they, they find nothing. Good thing. And um, they stop on the opposite sides of each other. So you have like one to your left and one to the right. And that's when you see them just unsheath their sword. And as it oh. leaves the shield, it just ignites into flame. Oh, uh, well, I was thinking we'd go downstairs and exit on this one. Um, so do we want to do that? Uh, which one are you going to? Uh, the, the normal entrance. Oh, the uh, bottom we could one? We could go back to the courtyard. The courtyard's easier and faster. Uh, that would be the fastest way. Yeah, let's go to the courtyard. Are we all going? We're gonna fight! There's really no way out of this, huh? Yes, uh, do you see outside? Go, 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 go. Go, go. Okay, as, as you start run, like running uh, running towards the stairs, that is when you like see them both with immense force just slam the wall with their swords and you feel the building shake. It is shaking. And you kind of like see bits of the pieces, bits of the building start to like crumble, like break off. <laughs> Um, they are mad, and they're oh. just going all out on this wall. Every every second, boom, 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 and the building is just shaking with the amount of force that they're putting behind their blades. All right, all right. So, how many? Okay, so there's at least three team buffs that I want to get off before we go out there. Um, any other buffs that I should be slamming? Should I be slamming like a? a clay skin on some of us who are playing go toe-to-toe, or should I forgo that? Um, Is there anything better than clay skin? Uh, I have displacement, greater invisibility. Alright, so I'm gonna slam these buffs. That's 18 seconds. Um, resist energy, communal fire, protection from energy, communal fire, and haste, which we should start counting grounds now. Kathy has protection from energy. Uh, I cast the communal versions, so those won't stack. Hmm. Uh, energy resistance? Also cast the communal version. Um, uh, you cast it haste? I can cast slow. That won't work until okay. we have eyes on us. I mean, uh, on us. <laughs> oh, uh, probably not a good idea? No, it sounds like a great idea. Um... It's, it's a great idea to mix your uppers and your downers. <laughs> yeah, they just counter each other. It's fine. <laughs> Got it. That's only how it works in the real world. I, I can do replace tracks. This is replay oh, tracks. <laughs> Put oh. the music on loop. <gasps> Go, Moody Blues. <laughs> um, yeah, I had to fully work that one. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I got, I got nothing. All right. Uh, For a second there, I thought you said snuffing, and I'm like, use that spell, snuff them out. Yeah, I think that this is just going to. I I kind of want to slam these clay skins on some people because that's going to help survival. For uh, thirty seconds is a reasonable amount of pre-buff time, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, 
for them not to manage to break in. Mm-hmm. So let, let's get two clay skins on Assad and uh, and hundred. Two each. No, oh, one I each. Do, I can do philosopher's touch. Do like fifty of your arrows. Can do cold iron uh, and silver damage. Can you turn invisible? Can uh, Kathy turn invisible? Yes, I'm worried uh, for her. Kathy cannot turn invisible. Guys, 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 I learned this from a Dungeons and Dragons uh, slash Pathfinder meme account. I rolled. Oh, shit, I rolled low. Never mind. <laughs> Hold on. Ooh, what's this what one? Oh, you know see Thog? Yeah. <laughs> I roll an intimidate check to scare them. You don't see me. <laughs> Alright, well, on the fourth round of haste before we head out, um, I'm going to cast this on Kathy and tell her to stay safe. Greater invisibility. Oh, yeah. Now, can we remember all these buffs before we head out? Because, <laughs> uh, it, it's, it's nine. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So, uh, everyone just tally down all your buffs you have. Uh, make sure you write them down. I can actually, I can, uh, Kathy can do at least one thing. If y'all want, yeah, she can do the, uh, the runes of roll. Uh, I I clicked the spell here, so y'all can someone can choose one of these bonuses to put on themselves if they want. Uh, I think you have to choose to activate it, so it, it stays with you for at least one day. Yeah, you can have it on you for a day until you activate it. So uh, you can look through the list. There is a few of them: generosity, charity, uh, humility, kindness, love. Uh, temperance and zeal. Zeal? Zeal? Oh, I don't see this. I thought you said you. Oh, it's back up here. Yeah, uh, rune of rule. Basically, uh, Kathy will lay a rune on you with one of these markings on there. On you. And uh, you have to choose whichever one y'all want. And uh, I guess y'all can one of us. choose to activate them whenever y'all want. I can cast this th five times. It but takes a minute to cast, so you can't exactly, since we also pre-buffed taste. Uh, she could have done this beforehand. Fair. So whoever wants to benefit from it, just tell me, and uh, I will mark down the usage for that. Because, again, I get five usage of this. Um, okay. So we'll, we'll go ahead and just remember all the buffs. Uh, we'll apply everything on the next one. But, Luckily, um, I was pressing all my spells as I cast them. So, so we're we're gonna wrap it up uh, with us uh, with this before we go. So, um, we'll go. So y'all exit the building, correct? Y'all just run out. Weapons drawn, right? Weapons drawn. Uh, Kathy will be invisible. Let me just put a ninja mask because she's a ninja. Uh, Technically, the, the greater um, visibility might have been better used on one of our frontliners to give them the plus two to hit, but like. This is more a character decision. I'm willing to use a level 4 spell on a character decision. Hey, um, you kind of need Kathy alive to perform some of these rituals, so... Uh, understandable. Okay. The other two should be able to take care of them. The other two have clay skin. It should be fine. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. So, as y'all step out of the building, uh, by the time you get to this portion of the building, yes, you no longer hear, uh... The, the them banging on the walls. Do you, you think they stopped attacking? As soon as you walk out, 
y'all y'all walk out there ready to just jump into combat but as y'all do it is quiet it is silent y'all don't see see them or hear them and for a minute maybe for a minute y'all thought that they left just hoping and praying that's the choice they made but that is quickly uh pushed pushed away as with immense speed you just hear that you just hear the sounds of something just whipping through the air you know and they just land right next to y'all with immense speed and again almost like superhero landing right to the sides of y'all uh you hear the main one who was talking to you zol and uh he kind of speaks up as as did you they... call me zol or did I'm you sorry. say y'all <laughs> just uh, sorry i because i on my side i have zell here and that just made me think of zol um it's okay so they the same one i was talking to uh jesse uh kind of speaks up here and, and uh, he goes like up this is not what we planned for you could have just handed it over but it seems like you have chosen to fight i mean we really couldn't have it's a shame that it came to this but our gods will forgive us either way it is we'll promise to make this quick and painless. And their swords just <laughs> erupt in flame as they kind of put it about to their sides. They have like in Lord of the Rings, how uh, Aragorn like raises that sword and that like, covers half of his face. Uh, just picture that. And they, they're, and you just see them ready to lunge forward in this attack. Um, with that, we will leave it here and we will see how one Archon almost killed and wiped the party before. What yeah, but it had a weird do? set of abilities. It's fine. <laughs> also, you were kind of a different person back then. Um, I was. I personally was a different person back then. Now I'm more more um, ruthless. ruthless and uh, <laughs> bloodthirsty. So, um, oh my god. Oh yeah, before smarter we go, now. <laughs> before we go, real quick, in character... You know, we could just avoid all this. Uh, I mean, we are right in this, unfortunately. Not unfortunately. He quickly throws the fireball I saw. Let's begin! <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs>